just a week ago, we were still celebrating Purim. Not even yet Myriv of Lel Purim, Lel Shushan Purim. Such days of day of Simcha. The next day, Shushan Purim continues the Simcha. But as we know, the day turned into a different type of day. I think it'll be seared into my mind and memory. So I was sitting Shushan Purim morning, still looking at pictures, perhaps some videos of Simchas Purim. When that message came in, say to Hillem. Hatzalah has been called to resuscitate Moran Saratayra. Can't even explain the pacha, the fear that gripped me. I don't. I can't explain it. And not long after that, the Yemei Simcha Nebchala Evel with the Petira of Moran Saratayra. It's something that a feeling. I've never had before. So I just sat there and said, how could it be? How could it be? Rabbi Shalalam, how could it be? Fechobes Yisrael yivku es asreifu asher soraf Hashem vacheichem kobes Yisrael the pasuk in this week's parsha. The word Beis Yisrael the words Beis Yisrael we find that it Chazal tell us when Aaron Akoyin was nifter, it says Beis Yisrael cried. When Moshe Rabbeinu was nifter, it said Bnei Yisrael. So Chazal say because Beis Yisrael includes not just the men, the women as well, the entirety of Kla Yisrael. And the Nitziv is actually bothered in this week's parsha with Nadav and Avihu. Why does it say Beis Yisrael? What, 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 what shaykes did the rest of Kla Yisrael have with Nadav and Avihu? But that's not for now. But when we talk about Kol Beis Yisrael Yivku Es Asreifu Asher Sorav Hashem in relation to Moran Sarataira, it's referring to the entirety of Beis Yisrael. Anoshim, Noshim Vitaf. Everybody has to feel the loss of this God of Yisrael. Every person in Kla Yisrael Kol Beis Yisrael Yivku. Every person in Kala Yisrael has to recognize the loss of a God of Atayra, a God of Shabigdailim. Now when it comes to the perception of loss, comes to mind the famous drasha of Rav Gifter Zechrein Levracha at the Siyam Ashas, I think it was in 1975, when he talked about Khurban Europe, and he said that every person has a different perspective and sees the Khurban through his perspective. If you're from Frankfurt, you see it through Frankfurt. If you're from Tells, you see it through Tells. Nobody could recognize the Khurban in its entirety. Everyone has to see it through the their own perspective, their own little prism of who they are. And when it comes to the loss of a God of Israel, 
the loss of Maran Saratayra Rabchayim. It's impossible for every person to really appreciate what we lost in its entirety. Rather, everyone has to come with their own personal perspective. Every person has to come with their perspective in how it affected them. On one hand, there's a Cheichem Kol Beis Yisrael. We have to recognize the loss for Gans Klal Yisrael as a Tzibur, as a Tzibur of Klal Yisrael. But it has to become personal as well. Every person has to recognize how this was a personal loss. And that's what we're going to try, Bez Hashem, in the next few minutes. To highlight this, these ideas of what it was, what the loss is for Kla Yisrael, and how really it's a loss for every Yachid. Every Yachid must feel and recognize how it's their own personal loss. And the truth is, this question has come to me this week numerous times. I spoke on Zoom for a Beis Yaakov in Orlando. And the question was, what does Reb Chaim have to do with me? What does Reb Chaim have to do with a high school girl in Orlando? She never met him. She saw a picture of him one time. Okay, so a God that was nifter. How am I, how am I supposed to, to relate to this? And I spoke this morning by Reb in Yeshiva High School. Same questions. There's Bachrim. Bachrim at least learn Torah. Be'ion, Ba'amkus, Gemara, Shittaisis. You have a little bit more of an appreciation for a Gadol. But still, Okay, if I was Zaycha ever to see Reb Chaim, okay, I once met him. Why, why is it a personal loss? And I believe that it needs to be a personal loss because it is a personal loss. And that's their perspectives. And there was the citywide hospital in Telzi Yeshiva a few nights ago with their perspective. A little bit of a focus on B'nai HaYeshiva, the Bokram in Yeshiva. Every person has to see it through their perspective. And that's why I felt it's important for us as B'nai Taira, as Balabatim, in our capacity of who we are, to come together and recognize the loss from our perspective. From our perspective here in Kilas Beis Daniel. So the first thing we have to be masber, we have to explain, what is a God of Israel? To understand the loss first, on a tzibur level, on a communal level, on B'nai Yisrael level. The Gemara and Baba Basra, and Dav Gimel Amid Beis, Dalit Amid Aleph, the Gemara talks about Hordus. Hordus rebelled, he was an Eved for Beis Chashmenoi, after the Hanukkah story, he rebelled. And the Gemara says eventually, the Chachamim, he was upset because the Chachamim said, you can't be the king, he's an Eved. So he killed out all the Rabbanon. Hordus went and killed out all the Chachme Yisrael. Except for one, he left Bava ben Buta. In order to ask an Eitzah if he needed an Eitzah. But he made sure Bava ben Buta was blind. Whole story here in the Gemara. Eventually he had Charata. Hordus regretted that he killed the Chachme Yisrael. He was chayshed, that they were out to get him. So he said, my takanta dahugavra, is there any way for me to rectify my killing of all of the Chachme Yisrael? So Bava Mambuta told him, Omar Lai, 
Hu kava shalaylam. You hoard us. You extinguish the light of the world. Dichsev kiner mitzvah v'tayra ar. You killed out the chachme Yisrael. Tayra ar. You extinguish Irish alaylam. Yelech v'yasik ba'irish alaylam. So go and do something with the light of the world. That is referring to the Beit Hamikdash. Dichsev v'noaru elav kalagayim. All of the nations will come to the light of the Beit Hamikdash. Ikadamri. A second opinion says, Baba Ben Buta told them a little differently. You have blinded the eye of the world by killing Chachma Yisrael. So go and get involved in the eye of the world. That's again the base Hamikdash, Machmad it's the it's the glory of your eyes, the choice of your eyes. So he was telling him, and this is where we got, Hordas went and did a whole, uh, fixed up the base Hamikdash. And that was the beautiful Binyan, Mishalayra, whoever the Gemara Sukkah tells us, if you didn't see Binyan Hordas, you never saw such a beautiful building in your life. That was after Hordas had killed all the Chachme Yisrael. In order for some Tikkun, he renovated the entire base Hamikdash. So I heard from my Rashivas at Sarabel Yishvei, he said over this Gemara, and he quoted the Marsha, and the Marsha says, what is the argument between the two Lashinas? He extinguished, extinguished the light of the world, he blinded the eye of the world. Zok the Marsha, Chachme Yisrael, have two things to them. Number one, they are Oirei Shel Oilam. Through their Taira they bring, they are the light of the world. On the other hand, they are also the Einei Ha'am. They're the eyes of the world. Chachme Yisrael are both. Bava ben Buta told him, you did two things here. You got rid of the Torah, and you got rid of the eyes, the eyesight, the vision of the world. You're not going to be able to rectify both of them. Only one or the other. The first Lashen says, the Beis Hamikdash will take care of the Ar, but it's not going to bring back the Enayim. The second Lashen said, the Beis Hamikdash will bring back the Enayim, but it's not going to bring back the Ar HaTayra. And that's what they were telling him. But the Chachme Yisrael themselves, the Marsha says, they are taka both. They are Oiram Shal Yisrael, the light of Kla Yisrael, Mitzad their Taira. And they're the Ene Yisrael, the eyes of Kla Yisrael. As Rebellion said, in what way are they the eyes of Kla Yisrael? They teach us how we learn Taira. They teach us what to learn from Taira. How a person should look at the world. It's the Eitzah and the Chachma of Chachme Yisrael. They are the Eine Yisrael, the Eine Ha'eda. That is what a Gadol Batayra is. That is what Chachme Yisrael are to Kla Yisrael. And if that's what Chachme Yisrael are, when we're referring to Moran Sarah Taira, Tairasai, his Taira, his Taira was the Ar Ha'ilam. His Torah was the light of the world. There's no way for us to even describe it. The words are of Baruch Mardchai Ezrachi, so Zayin Stark, a few years ago, at an Asifa for the elections, where Reb Chaim was there, and Baruch Mardchai said, there is no way that any of us, and we're talking about Reb Baruch Mardchai, also from the Gedele Yisrael, None of us have the ability to understand who Reb Chaim is, what he encompasses. 
and he shrieked like Rav Aruch Mordechai is able to speak. Vavli, Yerushalmi, Safra, Sifri, Taisefta, Mechilta. And he continued, he said, V'ish Moifes Ho'ish Hazeh. He's a person who performs wonders. Milumad Benisim. He's someone who's accustomed to miracles. His Taira, the Taira Reb Chaim, is not something any of us could even be Mashiach. Can't be Mashiach. Look at his Sfarim. And the truth is, when you have a Chacham, a Gadol, a lot of times they have a certain Mahalach. The way, this is the way they learn. Some are more Pashapshat, and that's manifests itself in all their Svarim. That's how Chumash is, that's how Gemara is, that's how everything is. Then you have Lamdanim. They learn up a Sugya, and they learn up a Pasuk Chumash like a Lamdan. In Reb Chaim, you had Kalatayra Kula. You look at his Svarim, there's no way to touch up which he was and what he was. You have his Svarim on Chumash, and Nach, Dvarim Shutim, simpler things, not Pashat. But simpler, Pashapshat, a Gemara, like we quoted from Shabbos. On Shabbos Friday night, we said over a piece from Abchaim on the Parsha, and at the end he writes in parentheses, Vitzorachim in Kolza Emes. Tzorachim, if this is all true, anyways. That's what he writes at the end. He must have gone through it another time. Tzorachim in Kolza Emes. And then you have, he's Malakit, Malakit from here, Malakit from there. Sefer Zikaran. All the different things, what's good for memory, what's not so good for memory. Tzalikot. And then he has a place where he brings all the Marmachimus that were left out by those who bring Marmachimus on the Gemara. And then you'll go learn a Derech Amuna. We, we hear in the Yeruch Hashirim, in Shemitah V'yoyvel, we're written now in the middle of a Bir Halacha, in Shemitah V'yoyvel, Lamdus, Halacha. It's, it's the Kayach of, of Hachra. It's... it's Reb Chaim was all over. We know his chayvis. We know how much he learned. That's what everybody talks about. That was the bikiest part of it. But that was only a very small part of his day. The rest of the day, he, spa- he spent writing his svarim. And his svarim were be'oymek be'ion. There's no way. There's no way to understand. All the midrashim. Everything. Kala When we talk about kala that's what it means. Kala and if the Torah of Chachmei Yisrael are the R of the world, what an unbelievable light Reb Chaim was. We don't have what Reb Gifti used to call the Torah brillant, the Torah glasses. To be able to see the Ruchnius in the world. We don't, so when, we don't see when the world goes dark, when a Chacham is nifter. We don't see the light. We don't see really what's going on. But he's Irish Shalaylam. He was the Irish Shalaylam. The Enei Ho'eda, the Enayim of Kla Yisrael. These were his Eitzes, his Hadracha. And what was his Eitzah and Hadracha? Tyra, Tyra, and more Tyra. Most of the time, many of the times, you needed something from him, learn this, learn that. He taught us it's all in Tyra. Ain't school of Katyra. There's nothing else. The greatest school is to learn a Masechta. Many people, Baruch Hashem, in our Kehila, in Cleveland Heights, I was speaking to Rishol Tanchem Dardak today. He says, you know how many people that I've brought into Reb Chaim, they're Shilas to Reb Chaim, not just for a bracha, but Shilas and Eitzas in Cleveland Heights alone. He went to Reb Chaim. He went to Reb Chaim. He was the Enei Ho'eda. 
I remember once I had a Shaila. It was a medical Shaila. It wasn't so much a Shaila in Halacha. It was taka more of an Eitza. But I called up my Rebbe in medical Halacha, Rabbi Yaman Weiss, Chief Rabbi of Montreal. Went through the whole Shaila with him. And at the end he tells me, you're not really asking me a Halacha question. He says, you're asking me really a Eitza if you be a chassid, I tell you to go to the rabbi to ask. But since you're not, behind by the literature, you go to Reb Chaim. You go to Reb Chaim, he's the only one you could ask this shaila to. And kachavataka, Baruch Hashem, Yibishol Tancham was able to ask the shaila to Reb Chaim. But that's who Reb Chaim was. That's it. That's the final stop, is by Reb Chaim the Eitzes. And the truth is, a number of years back, as the there was a lot of tumult, so to speak, with Reb Chaim and names and different names. He likes this name, he doesn't like this name. And there was, you know, a lot of tumult. People would ask, this God or this Rav? And, you know, Kedarki Bakaydash, I tried to figure out if there was a Mahalach I could figure out to Reb Chaim's Psakim in these types of things. And because I had heard many different stories firsthand, and I tried to think, is there, is there a Mahalach to figure out like, what does he hold? Is it Torah names? Is it Lashon Kaidish names? Is there some type of Mahalach? And I remember I was speaking to Rabbi Morgenstern, to Rabbi Yehuda, and because he had once also gotten to a name, and I said to him, I've come to the Hachlata that there's no rhyme or reason. It's Mamish Asher Yosim Hashem Befi Humedaber. It has to be. It has to be Ruach HaKadosh. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason. Itaka doesn't make sense. There's no pattern. There's no way. There's steeras. That has to be. It has to be. And Taka, I found saw later, and then they've been saying it a lot now in their spadim, that they had, Rebbe Leoman said, I asked Reb Chaim, why this? He said this way, and he said that way. And it was Negeah to names as well. Negeah somewhere I saw one of his Talmudim said, this name, if one time he said, it's a beautiful name, and another time he said, ah, oh, Lovin's wife, it's not a good name. I told him, my hi, last week he said it's a good name. He says, whatever comes to my mind, that's what I say. So I say, She also Hashem Befi, I say Adaber, Pashit, these were the Eitzes of Rav Chaim. These were the Einayim, the Einay Hadar. The Einay Hadar. So when we talk about on a Tzibur Dika level of what we lost, we lost the Irish Shalaylam and we lost the Einayim of Klai Yisrael. It's been Kava Irish Shalaylam and it's been Simai Einay. Einay Chachme Yisrael. But that's on a tzibradika level. Let's talk about on an individual level for every one of us, as we said, Kol Beis Yisrael includes both. There's a concept in Yados called Ichud Hanishamas. Timur Devira talks about this, Lishairis Nachalasai. Ichud Hanishamas means that all of our Nishamas, all the Nishamas and Klayas shall are connected. They're Echad. We're all connected as one. When I spoke this morning and I spoke to the high school, I was Masbir. We live in a world, there's something called a network. You can log in from any computer and all of a sudden you're connected to the network all over the world. Why did Rabbi Nisham make such a chachma for us to understand? Besides the concept of wireless and all this type of thing, it's for us to be able to understand Ruchnius. How is it that all bunch of random people all over the world are all centrally connected to each other. We're all logged in. 
We're all logged into the central network. Where's the connection? The connection is wireless somewhere. It's there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it works. It works. Ichud HaNeshamas, we're all connected. And Memela, when a person does a mitzvah, and a person is mechazek and mechadish his neshama, it's not only his neshama, it's the neshamas of all of Kla Yisrael. And chas v'shalom, the other way, a person does an avera. Says the time of Devara, that's v'hafta l'recha kamoicha. Why? Love your friend kamoicha, because he is you. That's your neshama. It's not separate. Our gufim are separate. But our essence, our neshama, we're one and the same. So v'hafta l'recha kamoicha. That's the site of Arvus. If I was Yaitse a mitzvah, how could I be Maitse you? I was Yaitse ready. The answer is because if you weren't Yaitse, a piece of me wasn't Yaitse. And therefore I have to do the mitzvah. I have to make sure you do the mitzvah because I need to do the mitzvah. Because we're all connected to each other. It's one, we're Ichod HaNeshamas. And the Chazanish writes in a letter, unbelievable letter, the Chazanish writes that when people learn Torah, our Amul B'tayra, a Shefa of Kedusha and Tahara, goes out to the entire world. The Neshamas are all connected to each other. And it has an effect on everyone. It has an effect. Rebaran Leib, Zechreinu Levracha, Moran Rebaran Leib would say, that's why, you want to know why Kiruv was so successful over the last number of years? Is because there's so much Torah in Kla Yisrael. When there's Torah in Kla Yisrael, some person who's not from, why should all of a sudden his neshama be Nisair to change his whole life? You know why his neshama is Nisair? Because it's being fed Kedusha. Where's that Kedusha coming from? From Kla Yisrael. That's how it works. Says the Chazanish. Usviva is Baltaira Amiti. When you're around someone who is a true Baltaira, Hadover Nikar Leinenu, Hashba Mirubal Anoshim Harve. It's exactly like wireless. The closer you are to the router, the stronger the signal is. You move further away, get schwacher. When you're close to the generator himself, when you're cl- cl- close to this Baal Torah, you're able to see clearly the effect that he has on people. But, but don't think it's only on the people around. Even on those very far away, not always able to see it or experience it or feel it, because it's so dakastic, it's so fine, it's so minute, but it's there. Because we're all connected to each other. When you have a God of Yisrael, like Rav Chaim, that or God, so much Torah, so much Kedusha, so much Tahara, He's sitting in his apartment, his dira in B'nai Brak. A shefa of, of Kedusha of Torah is being sent out to every neshama in Kalal Yisrael. And even though we're far away and we may never have met the man, and even if we met him, we're not constantly around him, but we are affected by his Kedusha. He is that Baal Torah Amiti. And whether we feel it or not, Says the Chazanish, it's happening. 
It's happening because he's generating such Kedusha into the world that every person in Klai Yisrael is affected by that. And every person in Klai Yisrael has benefited from his Kedusha. Zaysay Meriz means to say, we live in a time of Meridik and Ishainis for ourselves, for our children, for the world. Life is not easy, Ruchnius is not easy. But the siyata dishmaya, any siyata dishmaya that we have to be able to sit down and learn when things aren't easy, to daven with a little bit more kavana, to do chesed, perhaps to pass an isayan in Kedusha and Tahara, or perhaps we didn't pass the isayan, but we fought the Mokhama. We had Reb Chaim's Kedusha helping us. Our neshama was being fed Kedusha from Kala Tairakula, from his Tfilas, from his Tahara. Every single person in Kala Yisrael, whether you ever met him or not, whether you even heard of him, he was helping you. There was some Siyata Dishmaya you were getting in your Neshama from his Kedusha. Whether you recognized it or not, it was there. And now that he's no longer here, every one of us is now lacking that. We don't have that anymore. We don't have that. And that's why every individual in Klai Yisrael has been affected by the Petira of Reb Chaim. Because when we talk about Reb Chaim being Megan on the door, it's not just a general Haganah. It's a direct connection. Every one of us was connected to him. Every one of us had that. And now that we're going to have the same Nishayinus, and we're going to have the same, the same challenges in our Ruchnius, it's going to be harder. It's a Metzius. It's going to be harder because we don't have that siyata from Reb Chaim because he's no longer here. That Irish Shaloylam is not generating that R anymore. And if he's not generating that R, there's nothing coming. Baruch Hashem, there's other G'daylam. But his R, his R, something that was unique, Maran Sara is a title that wasn't before and is not going to exist afterwards. It was specifically for him. And the way of Baruch Mardchai called him Maran Saratayra Vahayira. We have Baruch Hashem, Yibald Chaim Lechayim, Maran Rasha Yeshiva, as we'll talk about in a moment. But that light of Taira, that light of Kedusha, that generator, and sometimes, like the Chazanish says, that you could have this Baltaira Amiti sending out these waves, and it's not felt real in the distance, but it's there. But I think there's sometimes some Gedailim that are even stronger than that. You have a satellite, hundreds and thousands of miles away, floating around in space, and somehow it knows exactly where I am. GPS, it knows exactly where I am. It's a very, very strong signal connected to me. When you have something like Or HaGadol, like Rab Chaim, I think it's taka more than just Lehergish Dak. You don't feel it so much. The Ashba, that connection that all of Kala Yisrael had to Rab Chaim through our Neshamas is something that every one of us has lost. And every one of us, whether we know it or not, is going to feel it. We don't, we don't even know that we're going to feel it, but we are going to feel it. When Rabbi Yechonam and Zakkai was nifter, the Gemara tells us, they said about him the Pasuk, the sun set in midday, 
That was a pasuk by Yoshio Amelech. Yoshio Amelech was a young king, brought Kla Yisrael to Tshuva, eradicated most of the Zara from the from Kla Yisrael, and he was killed at a young age. Makes sense, you say. Young person dies, sun sets in the midday. Rabbi Yechonim according to some opinions, was 120 years old. You don't say about him, the sun set in midday. Sun set at the end of the day. It was the end of the day, the sun set. But the answer is, as the Mishnah tells us, in the end of Kinim, the Mishnah says, the difference between Ziknei Amoretz and Ziknei Tamidei Chachamim. Ziknei Amoretz, the older they get, Metapshim, they become more foolish. Doesn't mean they lose their minds. The truth is, the Chachma of the world, the person who was the big Chacham 30 years ago, today is he's, he's, he's nothing. What he knows is zero. If he doesn't keep up, if it doesn't go, and as he gets older, he can't keep up with the technology, and he can't keep up with the science, he becomes over a bottle. Tamidei Chachamim are not like that. Kolzman, Shemaskinim is Chachmin, Adirabba, Tamidei Chacham, Taira is just more and more Taira. And more Taira, he becomes a bigger shining light for the world and for Kla Yisrael. So when he's at the end of his life, that's Bo'ashemesh Batzarayim. There's never a sunset. The sun is always setting in midday. Because when a Tamil Chacham gets older, he's shining even more and more. And I really think, not just in the Ruchni, it's the Gaifen. If you look at pictures of Reb Chaim from 15 years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, for sure longer than that. He always had a Hadras Panim to him. He always had, for a very long time, a big white beard, smile, and I just pun him. You look at pictures over the last three, four years, you see Pashat Amalek Hashem Tzvakis. You see a Malach. It's a different look. The shine that he had to his face, it was almost a, a, a pachad, his face. He would look at you. He'd look at the picture, he's looking straight at it. You Pashat saw Amalek Hashem Tzvakis. That is Bo Hashemesh Batzarayim. That's the sun. The sun is the greatest mushal of light, of warmth. Of Chaim, of Simcha. If we would have the Ruchnius glasses, we would see it's pitch black outside, even middle of the day. On that day, Shushan Purim, last week, it turned pitch black. When And we lost something. Every one of us with our Nishamas lost something. And that is number one why it's an individual loss that every one of us has to be makar. And the second nekuda, I think, that is an individual loss, is something that we spoke about in Shul. Two Shabbosim ago, Parsha Zachar, we said over for Rabbi Yosef, Nechemiah Kornitzer, Zechrein Levracha. I didn't say the whole piece the way he says it. He says it in Sav, and he sa- I'm sorry, in Vayikra he says it, and he says it in a hespit also, the same idea. And basically, the Pasuk starts off, Odom ki sakrim karban Lashem. Odom, when an Odom rings a karban Lashem, Lashen Yochid, and then the end of the Pasuk says, Takrivu karbanchem, Aloshin Rabim. Says Rabbi Yosef Nechemiah, that you could have Kla Yisrael, the Rabim, they daven to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. But is there tefillah with all of their kavana? Is there tefillah with the proper kavana? Sometimes yes, sometimes not. Those tefillahs are shvacha tefillahs, he says. But you have a tzaddik in Adam. 
Kisakriv, he's going to bring one tefillah, one tefillah, he's going to dive him properly. And those tefillahs, takrivas, karbanchem, are going to gather up all the tefillahs of Kla Yisrael and bring them up to Shamayim. Those tefillahs that weren't ma- able to make it up themselves. The tzaddik has that ability. The Adam, that Adam has the ability with his tefillahs to be mala the tefillahs of Kla Yisrael. The tefillahs of Moran Tzara The bracha, as the G'daylam said in the Espedim, his word in Shamayim is taken seriously. That's his word. Can you imagine his tefillahs and bakashas to the Rabbeinu Shalaylam? Our tefillahs were carried up day after day on the wings of his tefillahs. And now we don't have that anymore. We don't have his tefillahs. And if we don't have his tefillahs, Rachman al-Litzlan, what's going to be with our tefillahs? We have to be mechazik, to be mechavin better in our tefillahs. We don't have that extra help to get us up. Another personal loss that every one of us, every one of us could feel and needs to feel. We can't rely on him anymore. We have to be mechazik ourselves. We have to be mechazik ourselves. All of the G'daylam are, are saying over B'Shem Reb Yeruchim. Reb Yeruchim said, and the Chavetz Chaim was nifter. He was despondent. He thought, how will ever go on? And then he realized, even though the Chavetz Chaim is not around, but the Rabbeinu Shalaylam is here. The truth is, the truth is, this was already said in the times of the Rajba. When the Rajba was nifter, his Talmud, Rabbi Abba Mori, wrote a kina to Klai Yisrael, to the Talmidim, lamenting the loss of the Rajba. And at the end he writes, If our master, your father, is dead, a lake of Kayam. But his Rebbeinu Shalaylam is still here. But I want to tell you what I think. I don't know if I could think such a thing. I want to tell you what Reb Chaim once said. What Reb Chaim once said, what his message perhaps would be to us after his own Petira. Rav Chaim was learning a Gemara in Brachas. The Gemara in Brachas. Mem Beis Amad Beis. The Gemara says, Kineach Nafshe de Rav. When Rav was Nifter, Ozlu Talmid of Basre. So the Talmidim went to the Levaya. Kihadri, when they came back from the Levaya, they had to eat a little bit. So they said, they were all riding on their animals, they said, <coughs> Let's go, we'll eat bread by this riverbank. After they finished eating, they weren't sure if they could make a mizuman. Because the Mishnah says, hey, Sebu, you have to lean together to make a mizuman, to make a kvias. But just sitting together, sounds like from the Mishnah is not enough. Or maybe they said, since we said, let's all eat together, that counts. None of them could know that. None of them knew that locha. They had all raised Kriya. Rav, the God of Adar was nifter. They raised Kriya. Ravada Barava took his shirt, turned the, the torn part to the back, and he tore another time. And he said, Rav was nifter, we don't even know the halacha of how to bench. An old man came by. And he said, this is a stira, a mishnah, a brisa, 
And he said the Gemara's teret. Once you say nezel v'neichalachma v'doich plan kaysei Once you say let's do it together, that's called a kvius, and they could bench. Zokter b'chayim. Who was this Ahusaba? Who was this old man? So he says, well, Taisus and Chulun Davav says that whenever it says Ahusaba, it means Eliyoh Anavi. So Eliyoh Anavi came to them to tell them the halacha. So he said, Pashib Shab, because they Pashib needed the halacha. They Pashib needed the halacha. But he says, said Reb Chaim, I want to tell you more than that. Eliyoh Anavi was sent to them. They were at a loss. They were despondent. We don't even know if we should bench. They rise Kriya another time. Ravada Barava. How are we going to go weiter without Rav? Eliyahu Navi came along and said, No. Tamshich. Yes. Rav is irreplaceable. But that doesn't mean life doesn't go on. We have to continue. Yes. You don't know what to do? Okay. Here's a Bryce and a Mishnah. Lama learning to Zamin. We'll come to the Psak Halacha. It was a chizuk to Klal Yisrael, says Reb Chaim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent Eliyahu Navi to the Amiroim to tell them, yes, it's tragic, there's a loss, it's irreplaceable, you feel like you can't go on, but that's not the way it works. There's always going to be G'daylim. That was Reb Chaim's Lashen. His Lashen was, I'll read it to you. You could get back to normal. Why? He says, because we have, the Sefer Hasidim says, that there's a there's always going to be G'dayli Yisrael. There's always going to be Manhigim. The Rabbi Nisham is never going to leave us without someone. And that is the message that Reb Chaim said in this Gemara. And I think that would be his message. That would be his message, perhaps. That yes, as we said and we spoke, it's irreplaceable. Moran Saratayra, who he was, was irreplaceable. But we have to try our best. We have to be Mamshech. Baruch Hashem, we had two Gidoilim leading us. Moran Saratayra B'chayim and Yibodah B'chayim L'chayim Taivim V'aruchim Moran Rashi Shiva Reb Gershon Edelstein The God Ador, The God Ador now Now the Reb Chaim's not here He is the God Ador. We have Manhigim Kala Yisrael always has Manhigim And if we have an appreciation of who Reb Chaim was as a Godel we have to transfer that appreciation now to the next Godel and to all the other Gedailim Reb Chaim used to daven every day the Yeratzen we say Monday and Thursdays, he would add it into Shemayin Esrei, having in mind in those days, Maran Rav Steinman. He would add it in. He davened for Chachme Yisrael, for Avarn Leib. We have to daven for Chachme Yisrael. Yisrael. We have to have an appreciation for our G'daylim. We have to have an Amunas Chachamim. We have to be Mechazik in our Amunah in our G'daylim. We live in a time we question everything and there's all different days and shitas and that's the Nisayan. There's a lot of bilbul. But we have to come to a point of emunas chachamim. Believing in the chachme ador. Believing in the gedele ador. And to learn from Reb Chaim's ways. You could go on and on with the stories and the videos and, and everything. There's so much to learn from Reb Chaim. But the bottom line of Reb Chaim was Ein skula kataira. That's it. Taira. Kviyas in Taira. 
these chayvahs that he called them. They were his obligations that he had to learn every day. And if you go through, I'm sure they'll print all the stories, but in different svarim, there's one sefer just called Ha-Chayvahs, which goes through all the different chayvahs. But it was, his chayvahs were important to him, and I just want to end off with one lesson that he said, that the day the Chazanish was nifter, Chazanish was nifter on a Friday night. The Levi was Sunday. Sunday, so you can imagine the whole Shabbos, and, and then preparing for the Levaya. After the Levaya, Reb Chaim realized he hadn't done his chayvus of the day, whatever they were in those days. And he said he was mamish exhausted, he couldn't think. He knew that if he's going to sit down to learn his chayvus, he's not going to understand the word that he's learning. That's what Reb Chaim said. But he said to himself, I still have to do it. He sat down and he went through it and he says, I didn't know what I was talking about. But I did my chayvis. Because a kvias is a kvias. And if I would have broken it, it would have been a whole different story. A kvias is a kvias. Whatever our kvias is, a kvias is a kvias. Ein skula kataira. When you live in a dark world, as I told the boys on, on, on Erev Shabbos, when there's a blackout, what do you do? You turn on a flashlight. You put on some candles. It's not going to get as light as it was. But it won't be as dark as it was either. Our job is Lahamshikh to continue to be misoirah from who Reb Chaim was, to learn from his ways, to appreciate what we lost, to recognize we have to be mechazek ourselves. We don't have that siyata Reb Chaim anymore in our neshamas. We don't have that kedusha. It's a dark world out there. But each one of us could be mechazek in our kvios itim, and it should be a kvios itim, kavat itim la Each one of us can be mechazek in all different aspects of learning from who Reb Chaim was and what he represented. No one could replace him, he's irreplaceable, but it doesn't mean that we can't a little bit try to be mamshech in his derech in the world. And Be'ez Hashem, if we're talking misoirer, as Maran Rashi Yeshiva Shlita Reb Gershon says each time, that when you're misoirer from someone who's nifter, that nifter gets chusim, and if he gets chusim, he'll continue to be mamshech, to be a melitz yosher for us. Let us be misoirer from the Petir Reb Chaim. And the Tzibur Dikel level is Beis Yisrael, and on the Pratis Yechidus Dikel level as Beis Yisrael. And Be'ez Hashem, we that we should be able to light up the world a little bit in this dark world. The sun set in midday to get a little brighter. And Be'ez Hashem, through that, Reb Chaim will continue to be mashfia from Shemayim and Klai Yisrael. And Be'ez Hashem, we should see that day, the day when the light of the world is going to be so bright, the Oiroi Shal Mashiach, with the Oiroi of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we should see that day. Amen.